I just watch it when she watches mm-hmm. it. I can't like yeah. I'll I watch what she's watching. Hey that's the episode. We did it. Oh. Alright. Well, join us for next time with uh, episode one, one heavenly heaven, um, intolerable cruelty. Oh yeah. See you in hell. Been a while. Nice swish. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. I'm here with my two friends. I can't stay mad at you guys. Uh, I'm here with my dear friend Zach. What's up, Zach? Oh, not much. It's a roller coaster of emotions today. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm all over the map. I'm also here with my dear friend Seth. What's up, I'm Seth? I'm just so angry. Nah, I'm <laughs> like not. All the time. All the time. No, um, I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm. I'm. I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, so welcome back, everyone, for what is. Uh, either an episode taking place after Halloween or an episode that's not part of Spookytober that is happening literally like on Halloween. Um, So We we farted that one for sure. We're bad at calendars. Um, I'm the prince of calendars. (laughs) No, I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm calendar man, so, Mm -hmm. you know, deal. Time is a construct. Yeah, I think... um, Nice. Seth, uh, Seth mentioned, like the wednesday before we recorded that it was coming up and we just panicked and did the first one even though that came out in september yeah so, uh, mm-hmm. that was possessor yeah, I, I believe but yeah yes it was yep. but at least we got out ahead of the possessor i sure um, did that's true gotta break the Re- story yeah remember everybody faking movies told you about that movie first yeah yep. that's true so <laughs> we- fuck you every publication on earth um the Alamo Drafthouse Cinema Chain. Don't fuck them. <laughs> I, there's one in my town and went safe again. I want to go back. Mm, um, we did it first. We definitely did yeah, it first. Yeah, we win. Hey, did you guys see Regal is like suspending all operations nationally too? No. It's not, not looking good for movie theaters. Uh, the Globe around. Oof, oof. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about that in general. Wow, I really should get on buying a fucking projector then. Yeah. I have quite a nice projector. I, um, I know yeah, you do. Maybe. I don't have one at all, though. That's right. why I'm talking about. Yeah, buying but one. <laughs> but here's the thing. Whatever you say is is, is not not about me. So like, I don't. I'm <laughs> right. not even paying attention. Yeah. Anyway, I have a very yeah, nice my, projector, Zach. Um, yeah, I've, my I've part- watched it. Yeah, that's cool. My partner has been watching a lot of TikToks about people escaping relationships with narcissists. I'm not going to read into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I am recognizing some things in does Seth's projector talk. Does she turn uh, it up really loud talk. and turn the phone slightly towards <laughs> you every time? Like, what's the? Is there an implication happening? No, mostly she just shows me the ones with cats because she knows <laughs> what a daddy likes. Oh, yeah. oh, why did you sound like Dexter Jexter right there? Um, a Camino dot. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's Dexter Jexter. All right, Russell. so um, yeah, let's let's let's. <laughs> this is episode one seventy six. Yep.
episode yep. 176. Uh, it's like 1776 minus a 7. Dude, I was trying so hard to come up with a 1776 reference, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I let William Daniels down, as I do every day. Yeah, um, you definitely oh, don't have enough saltpeter nor pins. Um, yep, because I'm not, I'm not able to come with 1776 references. I hate all authority figures, so Mr. Feeney would not have been my mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't own a like fucking snotty ass car that helps me fight crime. So, oh man, you really got, you need to sit down, Lee. Yeah, there's the 1776 reference. Hey, that look at look at Zach's befuddled face as we make. 17- I really thought for a second we were talking about Boy Meets World, but I have no fucking idea what we're talking. about. <laughs> William Daniels was in both of those things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which one is he? And he's Mr. Feeney and oh, John okay. Adams and the voice of the car in Knight Rider. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome, all audience members, for me <laughs> we, being the we, dumb proxy on this show. We hit, well, no, we hit all of the demographics that encompass all of humanity. 1776, <laughs> Knight Rider, and Boy Meets World. That is yeah. a disconnected Venn diagram. Oof. Uh, check out our Twitter before I forget to tell you. Uh, it's it's at faking movies. Oh, Mario works man, very you're hard. So on good it. at this yep. now. Yep. I know I'm such a great host. You know <laughs> what? I'm I'm trying to like expand my creative horizons. Specifically, I want to like we've been talking a little bit in our group about writing erotic fiction. <laughs> Have we? And you guys know you guys know I've got my pen name ready. Uh, what is it? Jacques, we just came up with it. I forget it already. It's, it's, it's of course, Flex Sexo. Oh, That's yeah, it. Flex Sexo. That's very good. Which is spelled just for all of you out there so you could search it on Amazon. F-L... <laughs> I wrote it down because I can't even spell it. <laughs> no uh, shit. Oh, yes. I forgot about this. Excellent. Go ahead. <laughs> F-L-E-Q-U-E-S Flex C-E-Q-U-E-S-E-A-U-X. Yep. Sexo. Mm-hmm. Flex Sexo. The most French-Canadian uh, <laughs> smut writer that ever lived. Oh, hey, <laughs> Please, Zach. I'm a smut peddler. Sure. sure. Yeah, the old Yeah, we, smut we started on um, sports-based. I think friend of the show, Kevin, uh, was like talking about how sports-based erotica can't exist. And then friend of the show, Jeremy, That's immediately an insane produced, like, assertion to make. Yeah, produced like a dozen books on Amazon that are all Olympic in nature and sometimes just Everything sports about sports. sports is phallic. What is it? Like, come on. Yeah. Every sport, w- every popular sport was popularized by douchebag guys who are too afraid to talk about how they want to kiss each other. Of course, sports are phallic. Why wouldn't there be erotic? I can't them? think it's of true. anything more phallic uh, in my personal experience than a curling stone. So, um, <laughs> you may want to go to the doctor. Maybe a, a swimming pool. Does that? Is that anything? <laughs> Dive right into that dick. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of it seemed hetero, which does seem like obviously the wrong thing for this. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, but that might have just been where he was searching. Yeah, that's true. There are yeah. enormous, enormous databases online for any type of erotica you could think of. Oh, certainly, certainly. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Lee, you're doing a thing. Yeah, right? let's let's yeah, get back to I the premise of this movie <laughs> or show. <laughs> Doc, you're telling me we gotta go back to the premise? Doc! <laughs> Alright, let's 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 not In a DeLorean? Oh my god, we should definitely not be stealing bits from other people. 
<laughs> I mean, that bit is existed since the late 80s of people making fun of Michael J. Fox. 1985, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but people, I'm just saying people weren't making fun of them for like a year or two. Maybe. Are you this guys proud important. of yourselves? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lee, pull us out of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not the one to do that, but uh, uh, okay. Zach, pull us out of this by I forcing tried, by, by forcing Lee to <laughs> talk about his is movie. Attempting to become a father, he's not gonna be able to pull out of anything. <laughs> Heyo. It's not in my my playbook anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the movie I'm doing this week uh, was a movie we were gonna All do like over a month ago, comes. Uh, mm-hmm. and I and I did get a report from Zach that he watched it over a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah, um, I and never again. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it this morning. So, yeah. Okay, so you'll have a fresh take. I guess um, <laughs> this uh, this movie you gave me is called Just Cause, and it mm-hmm. uh, looking at this cast. Um, one person specifically really dates when I assume this movie came out. Hmm. And because of that, I also assume that many of the other people you gave me are basically not in the movie. Interesting. 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 Okay. I'm mm-hmm. so curious what your yeah. thought pattern on this one is. So, All right. I'll, I'll, huh. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you who's in it, and then I'll mm-hmm. tell you that pattern. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Just Cause starring Sean Connery, yep. Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. Kate Capshaw, mm-hmm. Ed Harris, Scarlett Johansson, and Ned Beatty. Specifically, it was Kate Capshaw, who I'm pretty yeah. sure hasn't acted since not long after she married Steven Spielberg. Yeah, you would be correct. That is good to and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, based on those dates, I'm guessing Lawrence Fishburne barely has a role because he wasn't super famous yet, and he might even be uh, credited as Larry. Ooh, interesting. No was that a thing he did? That's fine. He used to be credited as yeah. Larry back back when uh, he and I'm was assuming like Scarlett Johansson shit. Yeah, I assume Scarlett Johansson's a child. Yes. And is maybe or maybe not in the movie. She's You nailed almost all yeah. of Yeah, I mean, she's... Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, all anyway we'll talk about this in a hot second. Yeah, we'll talk about what I assume is the worst version of this movie once I finish talking about my version of the movie, which is also terrible. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> this is Excellent. not one that I feel good about. Oh, I'm going to tell you that right now. All right, fair. Good to set expectations. Fair. Yep. Yep. Okay, so we see a slow panning shot across a thick forest with barely visible running water in the distance. Ten, ten, ten. With... <laughs> All right. Wow. Moving on. Um, Seth, so you, you watched this movie too recently, I think, is the problem. <laughs> you forgot what movies are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, establishing shots. Is that a movie? Yeah. Um, at, at this point? <laughs> yeah. I haven't even gotten to my title card it, yet. It, it doesn't matter. Um, so, barely visible running water uh, is in the distance with the words just cause blurring into the heat lines on the horizon. Then we see another title card. A flex sexo film. Oh, boy. <laughs> Had to get that in there. Uh Sean Connery is leading a scientific, and scientific is in quotes, study (laughs) of some uncharted region of South American forest. He is not a scientist or a naturalist. He's a modern-day gentleman explorer searching what what he considers the wilds for treasures and to bring his version of modernity to a world that never asked for it. He sees his mission as a just cause. Um, Lee, Lee, uh, let me me interrupt you. 
Yes. I found the cure for cancer, but I lost it. But I lost it. <laughs> yeah, no. That's all. That's the only thing in my mind right now. <laughs> we can never do that movie because then we can't make that I know. Joke it's anymore. a great joke, though, Zach. I know. Okay. I, mm, again, got nothing. Mm, okay, continue. <laughs> all right. So, so Sean's team that he's bringing with him. Uh, is Lawrence Fishburne, who is an experienced survivalist and cartographer who mostly agreed to join Connery in an attempt to minimize the environmental impact that he is infamous for. That's pretty uh, great, and, you know, actually, that he has to mitigate hell... that asshole. Yeah, and, and like, what the hell, maybe he'll make some better maps mm-hmm. while he's at it. Uh, Kate Capshaw and Scarlett Johansson, by the way, this is where I will tell you, uh, time is as Zach pointed out earlier, a construct because everybody is at their like prime acting age in this movie. Hmm. Um, Except for Connery, who's Connery's a massively old dude. Um, Uh, So he's going to get diarrhea and shit himself for malaria bunch. Cause I think we're all on board for that. Oh, Zach, you did my thing. (laughs) How did you guess the end of my movie? This is an established trope. on. Yeah, no, it really is. Anytime we have a shitty actor, we're going to give them the Rhea. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, if that was a real thing, I apologize. But, I mean, uh, I guess I can keep going if you want. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I do want. I do really want. Okay. Oh, I found uh, the Cat cure Cats. for bowel control, but I lost it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. That would have been better at the end. God damn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kate and Scarlett are the medical personnel on the trip. At the end of uh, his Kate colon. Kate is a world-renowned expert on infectious diseases. <laughs> And Scarlet is an expert in trauma and emergency medicine. Both are here because the money was too good to pass up, and, you know, it'll buy a lot of research flexibility for them. Yeah. Uh, but Sean hired them, however, because he is a sexist and enjoys being cared for by women. Man, you just said both of the names of the production company. You're like, oh, it provides them a lot of flexibility, and also mm-hmm. somebody is a sexist. There's some Easter eggs All in right, there, for I see. I sure. Gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. This is also interesting because this is the kind of thing that no sane actor would agree to. Like, we're going to portray you as exactly the monster you are, except Sean Connery does this over and over and <laughs> He over just his keeps career. doing it. That's a good point. <laughs> he may have done it in this movie a couple of times. Uh, for yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, Ed Harris is the grizzled tracker who basically keeps Sean alive on all of his trips. Mm, sure. Uh, but he's also very old school in his approaches. He's like a shoot first, deforest first, destroy the ecosystem first, be a racist first. That's kind of his mentality. <laughs> man, I so hate him and Sean really get along really well. I, yeah. I hate everything about that man. Yeah. Although Ed Ed does get a bit of a redemption. Oh, okay, yeah. Spoiler for the next like seven sentences, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, sure. So. Ned Beatty is seemingly just an old man uh, on the trip of his dreams, but in reality, seemingly. he's a famous conservationist. Wow. He's a naturalist who believes in leaving the untouched parts of the world as untouched as we possibly can. He's got a real uh, Attenborough has... vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And he has some motivations for joining up. Like He and Lawrence know each other, and they perhaps have some plans of their own, Um but of course, the old shitbag Sean and Ed don't even know who this really famous guy is. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Seth is losing his mind over I'm here. I'm very excited for this. Gonna... I think it's going to be great. 
I'm just going to push on. So uh, yeah. over the course of the movie, this is this is basically my entire middle and beginning. Sure. So, you oh. know, like I, I didn't write really anything except an end. Um, so the, over the course of the movie, we see a lot of Sean moving through the forest and Lawrence doing his best to clean up after mm-hmm. him, always like looking over at Ned. Um, we also see Sean feigning injuries and Kate and Scarlett attending to him. While making as little physical contact as they can possibly Ooh, manage. Gross. Um, yeah. All the while, casting looks over to Ned. Uh, and we also see Ed Harris carrying on in his characteristic destruction of the natural world. Um, but Ned is always kind of whispering to him. and uh, He's always there right, while this he's is going on. He's in the background, the yeah. Time. Yeah. Uh, and I know you're wondering, guys. I'm not. This is an alt-history erotic master flex sexo movie uh where's the romance right well i wasn't wondering uh, that. It tur- yeah it turns <laughs> out that uh ed harrison and and ned ned Beatty, nice uh they've been developing a steamy relationship over the course of the whole movie in the steamy jungle um, yeah no it's only natural uh-huh that's well, weird because we're gonna... neither of them would have agreed to be in this movie if that was the case. But... <laughs> so we're gonna we're we're gonna get a very tasteful love scene between the two, and we are gonna show everything full on <laughs> old tray show. You just said the word tasteful. You realize you, you're saying tasteful for people like us that just want all. <laughs> yeah, of that just goodness, just is what you're... just the Ned Beatty hoglog, the Ed Harris hoglog, oh. probably <laughs> Sean Connery over in the bushes. <sighs> The phrase Ned Beatty Hoglog is maybe the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. That is horrendous. Oh, Woody Harrelson Hoglog. Oh. I feel like he's definitely shown his dick in the movie. I'm certain it's covered in sand. Oh, it's a wounded seagull. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, God. That's just the worst. Okay. Uh, You did this. You brought this devil on us. (laughs) <laughs> I brought you a tasteful love scene, and this is what you turned it into. A tasteful love scene with lots of full-on penetration. Yeah. <laughs> the brown bunny of tasteful love scenes. All right. <laughs> we're going to make brown bunny, but we're going to do it right oh this time. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, my God. You don't have to try too hard. I mean, <laughs> anything but the thing it was should be better. <sighs> Fucking <laughs> gross. Shut up, Lee. Okay. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> So well, this, we just recast so Chloe is... Sevigny as Ned Beatty. Is, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. David uh, Attenborough as Chloe Sevigny <laughs> as... <laughs> oh, it's so gross. So after we get our, our gorgeous, gorgeous expression of love, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get to like what is essentially the, the plan of the movie. Um, what is love? So Ned... From Hathaway? Or... Ned... Yeah, what is love? Uh, so Ned seduces Ed Harris and convinces him to change his ways and use his knowledge to preserve the natural mm, world. That's sweet. Kate and Scarlett were hired by Ned and have secretly been giving Sean laxatives. Oh, Lord. <laughs> excellent. Lawrence hasn't actually been mapping an unknown region. He's been leading them to a predetermined place. And Sean is such an idiot that he doesn't know they've been in Florida the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I think we, the audience, 
have figured this out based on like you know passing by people on fan boats and okay. like all the fucking orange trees and everybody's um, white <laughs> and we could see epcot in the distance in one shot so, like so they like they like have a small like adventure plane and they take off and circle orlando for like three hours and then land and they go we're here in the Amazon. well they give him they give him like a lewd and it's like oh you've been asleep for hours like yeah right he's we're not wasting gas on they, this guy they like, hop into a jeep with a florida license plate and he's like everything's cool here we're good yeah how yeah. how I did you it get is landlocked we could drive there like there you go. yep yeah, okay. all right through the isthmus <laughs> uh, so uh he's eventually uh you know they've 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 led sean to a very well-lit camera strewn clearing where the floodgates finally break and we end the film on connery having diarrhea on national television (laughs) and weeping surrounded by conservation workers pointing and laughing at the old destructive idiot who can't stop shitting himself (laughs) and then we end we have a, another card, an ending card, in all caps over a still shot of Sean Connery crying, and it just says, in all caps, JUST CAUSE. <laughs> so, it's it's Black Mirror if it didn't take itself too seriously? Is that what I'm hearing here? Like, oh, yeah, so like if Black Mirror wasn't dumb bullshit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. alright. Wow. That is a turn I did not expect. Yeah, no, you you <laughs> you did expect it. You called it out after like five yeah, lines. Yeah, but I thought the the diarrhea was going to be sort of incidental, and we'd move on, and we'd find gold or something. Yeah, but, right. Uh, but no, you <laughs> just you just went straight for the rhea. You went for the brown gold, yeah. as we say. It was a brown bunny. No, oh. mm, <laughs> yuck. Wow. Well, it's the ending I wanted in hindsight, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ending that I've always wanted. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely both the ending we deserved and the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, it's the, the, it's the Harvey Dent of, uh, of endings, yeah. Yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Cool. Wowzers. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Thanks, Lee, for uh, that. Seth, do you have the... I sure do. Um, so, uh, Lee, are you ready for the IMDb one-sentence summary of the 1995 film, Just Cause? Later than I guessed, but, like, I feel like I was pretty close with some of my guesses. Yeah, no, it's... Um, it's... I do want the one-sentence summary, as long as you guys promise to keep the long summary, like, under ten minutes. Uh... I, I can read it under 10 minutes. That part's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to interrupt him. Like, you know we are. Because there's some yeah. fucking yeah. shit in this movie. I oh, feel yeah. like no matter what, there's not as much as you think I need to know. But go on with the one yeah. sentence summary. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Just Cause. 1995. <laughs> A Harvard professor is lured back (laughs) yeah all right a harvard professor is lured back into the courtroom after 25 years to take a case of a young black man condemned to death for the horrific murder murder of a child moida Moida. the horrific moida of a child Jesus Christ. Is, is Scarlet the child? No, Scarlet Johansson oh. is not the murdered child. She is she, a, she is an alive child. She is the alive child of Sean Connery. Yep. Uh, you know how Sean Connery is like 65 at this point in history and Scarlet Johansson was about 7? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Picasso was having children well into his 70s. Yeah. I hear he kind of sucked, too. Yeah. No, Tony Randall also. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sean Connery and Kate Capsha are are married in this. Our age-inappropriate married couple. Yeah. As always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... So Spielberg always wanted to direct a Bond movie. Do you think this was him trying to get Connery to cuck him? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't imagine if being a cuck is your thing, a less fulfilling version of that that, it, that involves Sean Connery. That would be the absolute worst version of that thing. Yeah, I mean, and also like the director of this, he did like Gorillas in the Mist and um, oh. Mambo Kings. Uh, that's about everything I can think of that is of any note, but, um, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's power through this long one. Here we go, friends. Yeah. We're on this train together. (laughs) Don't forget. Welcome welcome to the jungle. You're gonna die. (laughs) Um, an actor we did not give you who is very central to the movie, uh, Blair Underwood. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know him. Oh, I know Blair Mm -hmm. Underwood. Yeah. Uh, we weren't sure, so uh, anyway, he is a massively educated black man from the Northeast, but has found himself deep in the Florida Everglades for family reasons. Oh, I was right about Florida. Yeah, you, you were sure yes. were. It it is maybe the seventh character in this. Movie. Yeah, it's no, it's yeah. it's really it's really like a New York City. <laughs> it's yeah, it's playing it New York. Yeah. yeah oh, Ruby D's in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Um, so he's brought in by Ned Beatty, a racist white cop, and questioned by him and Lawrence. No kidding. Yep, a massively corrupt cop. So, oh, does Kevin McCarthy also play a racist white cop? Uh, he plays a uh, racist white lawyer, I believe. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Pretty much everybody white is racist in this. Maybe even including Sean Connery, even though... Well, we'll get to this. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, ooh, ooh, vitamin C was a prosecutor in this movie. Uh, really? <laughs> Yeah, Colleen Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always forget Current that she's like vice way... president of music for Nickelodeon. Right, and she's like way older than everybody thought she was. Yeah, she was in the original Hairspray. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay. <laughs> Who wasn't? Um, oh, you're right. I am interrupting a lot. Yeah, Sorry. it's been like four minutes, so clock's ticking. Uh, <laughs> after a savage beating and coerced confession, uh, he ends up on death row for raping and killing a young. Yeah, guy this is wow. quite. That is very it upsetting. Is ext- we go six to midnight real fast. It is extremely like brutal and like this isn't this isn't even the first time it comes up in the movie. They do it multiple times. They talk about it mm-hmm. a bunch, and it is Yeah. Yep. Uh so Connery married to Kate Capshaw, um, who has a daughter, Scarjo, extremely young, uh, was a lawyer, now a professor. And meets Blair's grandmother at a debate on the death penalty that he's participating in. This is in. the stupidest fucking debate in the world where it's just like, ah, yep. quip, ah, quip, ah, quip about your quip, ah, quip, I win. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, weird. It's, it's really, I feel, is very disingenuous. For someone who is a literal immortal to take to have a, a, a debate about the death penalty, interesting. Like, He's got no dog in the race. Yeah, you really don't. <laughs> I mean, unless unless he the only form of capital punishment he believes in is beheadings. Well, or or true. quickenings, yeah. if you prefer. Yeah, but then he just ends up back on the planet Geist. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Like, are, are we talking about uh, Highlander 3? Highlander 2, oh. the quickening. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I truly wish I had a chess clock that I could just hit. <laughs> <over there. laughs> 
It's like the only weapon I would have anymore. Okay. So it's the only uh, weapon in Zach's arsenal is a chess clock. Yep. Uh, so Connery reluctantly starts talking to Blair and Enter at Madison Silver Square Garden. The fabulous Freebirds are fighting. Uh, that's my thing. Stop stealing my thing. And you also walked over my joke where I said that Zach uses a chess clock as a weapon. What is he, a Silver Age Flash villain? I'm getting it in there, whether it's funny or not. Oh, my God. Oh. I love our antagonism. <laughs> I thrive uh, off so of it. He's how I live. He is investigating Blair's case. Um as it all seems very fishy, and he feels like there's a moral obligation to do so, given his staunch opposition. Right, the the grandmother shows up and is like, hey, like, my sons, or my grandson specifically said, you are the man who can solve this. I have this letter from him, and then is very indignant when he says no, and then he reconsiders. Right. So everything he finds out uh, points to there having been very little evidence and an extreme amount of prejudice from all associated parties Mm -hmm. in this case. Mm -hmm. Um, Connery does find out that Capshaw um, previously had prosecuted Blair and the case was found out to have been completely fabricated. Um, She feels bad and realizes that clearing him here would be some sort of karmic penance for the thing. Yeah, it's her redemption. Right, yeah. yeah, she, she, She had, like, Sean Connery's wife had basically put this man away yeah i mean and it wasn't it was like sort of her doing it was also a lot of the cops doing it's like a lot of the same bullshit that seems to be happening in this murder case for sure. uh-huh. um or so reality or reality uh, yeah certainly certainly wah, wah. um so Blair <laughs> it's a real brown bunny him, situation oh boy blair tells him one day that there's a guy Love on it. death row notably ed harris who is a complete lunatic and admitted to the crime blair is accused of to him Mm -hmm. um connery talks to ed who gives him some hints on the weapon which he then goes and finds in the swamp gumbo gumbo um blair is almost yep yep uh blair is then almost immediately exonerated because obviously the evidence yeah they 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 found the murder weapon it was at ed harris's like crazy extremely like religious behest um Yeah, it's real weird. Yeah, Blair's looking extremely innocent uh, from this point. Yeah. Um, so despite celebrations, Ed is actively awaiting execution at this point. He contacts Connery, telling him to visit his parents, Ed's parents. They're extremely murdered when Sean shows up. Um, Ed reminds Connery that he warned him... <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Can you? I know I asked you to rush through this, but what is extremely oh, murdered versus oh just God. regular murder? They are. It's like it's like from the movie Seven kind of shit. Like it's pretty. Yeah. No. It's it's weird. it's <laughs> oh razor bladed dildo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe not that bad, but like they've been a, they've been in the Florida heat for a while, and like it's just it's a bad it's scene. well the whole thing's really bad. Oh, you know about that. Ye- I do personally know. Oh no! Don't, jeez, <laughs> oh, push Barman to open old wounds. God damn, Lee! Oh, that that wound's been long. I know, I know, I know. Um, regardless, uh, Sean Connery is was at the behest of Ed Harris going to go investigate yep. Ed Harris's parents, um, yeah. and uh, finds them, ex- yeah, extremely murdered. 
Mm-hmm. It's the only phrase for it. Yeah. This is this uh, is mostly dead. Well, but this is <laughs> this is after his defendant was released, right? This is after Blair Underwood is is released, exonerated right. for his crimes, yep. and that's the fuckery. Yeah, yeah. So Ed reminds Connery that he warned him that Ed himself has extreme power, um, inside and outside of the prison. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed reveals that he took Blair quote took Blair's crime just by getting the details from him and then confessing to them to Connery falsely. So like Ed had nothing to lose and he goes, Oh, I want to fuck with people. So he again, quote, took the crime just to like be a dick, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And Blair maybe and, and gave so, him something. There's some like religious so did, iconography stuff also. Is the implication yeah. that Blair then killed Ed's parents for him? Like a strangers on a train kind yes, of scenario? Absolutely. Yes, it, it's uh, this is the blow it all wide open. Yeah, yeah. So Ed, Ed Ed Harris is a, is a notorious serial killer, um, yeah. and Blair Underwood is was accused of rape, but um, in prison. Then, he, well, he was in prison for like three days, and then he got out, and then later he was accused of murdering this this young girl. Yes. Um, it's so, a little complicated. But. So Ed, again, Blair is out, and Ed just said, oh, I didn't, in fact, do that thing that you got Blair exonerated for. Um, Ed is then immediately strapped into electric cha- an electric chair, and it's implied that he is executed, like, right then. Yeah. So we then smash cut to Blair having killed the officer that's tailing him and abducting Kate Capshaw and ScarJo because, of course, Kate was the one that ruined his life on the earlier prosecution. Right. He, this so was, was this all like a, a big ploy to get back at Kate. The whole thing? Like, he killed the kid? Like, how would he know that, that, that Ed Harris would go along with it his bullshit? It doesn't make sense, but... No, I this think is they, like a real they fucking... They were neighbors. Uh, Ed Harris... This is a real fucking skyfall. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ed, yeah, Ed Harris and uh, Blair Underwood were apparently neighbors and had talked, and they're both insane uh, murderers. Both fucked up right. psychos. At, at this point, sure. we do understand that Blair is a psycho, so it's possible he did kill this kid, just because like, he is a bad dude and a psycho. Mm-hmm. We don't, I guess, really know. Right, I think, I think it... I think they're... <sighs> Right, um, <laughs> I think I think the way that they settle on it. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. is that they were that they kind of learned uh, murder craft from each other. Oh my god, that's so fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean yeah. it is extremely dumb. Um, yep. and they like fed each other, and they both have this quote hunger. And um uh oh, they have dark passengers. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That kind it's of like that lady that Dexter kills in season two of Dexter. When I stopped watching Dexter, yeah, the right choice. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, that's that's essentially it. But now, um, Ed Harris has been executed. Has said some threatening things about Sean Connery's family, and now Blair Underwood is on the loose and kidnaps. It's it's at this moment where where Ed Harris like reveals all the shit and Connery goes like oh fuck Blair is a bad guy mm-hmm. oops he probably kidnapped my family and then we immediately cut to ooh he kidnapped his family. yeah and and Lawrence Fishburne was the corrupt cop who the entire time like so Blair Underwood killed 
Oh, I forgot all about yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. So, yeah, he's actually in this movie quite a bit. Yeah, like, he's, uh, he's, one of the main he's all over the place. Yeah. So so Lawrence Fishburne's daughter was best friends with the little girl that Blair Underwood right. had killed. And that's why he was so aggressive in framing Blair Underwood. Even yes. though he didn't have enough evidence, he was just like, this is a creepy ass dude. He definitely he murdered this it. little I girl. He, I know he did it. I just can't. Prove so it, I'm going to so make it right. Work. So I'm yeah. going to like coerce, like coerce a confession out of him, even though he's clearly a sociopath. Like, so Lawrence Fishburne is ultimately in the right, but is also like a shitty coercive cop oh, he's only in the right by coincidence by, by uh Pre- coincidence right not not by right precisely yeah. that's, that's most of the case hey, you know what wouldn't movie? probably wouldn't play these days a movie where the ultimate reveal is that a uh black man who is a cop frames another black man for a crime because <laughs> he's a criminal element yeah, like, yeah. not a great not look. good yeah yeah, yeah. so now sean connery and Lawrence fishburne have teamed up very they're back very briefly they've been antagonistic to each other the entire time because he's like oh uh i'm from harvard and i know more about everything than you uh that's not the right accent but i don't care yeah you're going real mike myers on that one Uh, (laughs) eat the baby (laughs) (laughs) blair underwood ate the baby I'm fat because I eat, and I eat because I'm fat. <laughs> or sad? I don't know. Uh, something Jeez. like and that. And then, uh, you know what movie doesn't hold up? The second Austin Powers. You know what movie does hold up? The first yeah. Austin Powers. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. There's, there's like three sentences left. We can do it. Here we go. Oh, wonderful. A car chase ensues in which Kate is forced to jump an opening drawbridge. So dope, by the way. So dope. <laughs> I uh, was not paying attention they... when it happened. It seemed very stupid from a cursory uh, she, glance. She makes it. It was very Fast and Furious. Uh, I assume she made it. Like, yeah. it's a movie. It was, uh, what's her name with the pink S2000 in Fast 2. Yeah, yeah but um, but Sean Connery and Lawrence Fishburne in... Are we talking about Devin Ioki? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They, they can't make uh, the jump. Yeah, the, the chase car doesn't make the jump. So they end up back in the Everglades. Lots of high-stakes shit happens. There's right, we're like in Florida. A, mm-hmm. There's like a 20-minute, like, everybody's trying to drown each other and stab each other. And we find out that Blair got castrated in prison the first time, which is where a lot of his anger stems from. Uh, was that a thing that was happening in this time period? Because he was a rapist in prison, allegedly. Uh, and so uh, especially, oh, he was he was castrated by prisoners. Yes. Not, not okay. okay oh, not okay. like like no, it wasn't like chemical castration, yeah. like the entire Australian government. Well, and I know still. that the state does that now in oh. very secretive ways. Yes, so, indeed. Immigrant women. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. I mostly meant like, is this a was this a thing that Florida was doing to people who were on trial in the nineties? No. In the mid nineties, yeah. Lord knows. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's entirely <laughs> possible, but no. It the the implication is that other prisoners who are particularly harsh against people um, of less sp- sex crimes, se- sex yeah, crimes, especially is, is against a, a minors, running... right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um right so, that, so he was castrated Blair needed like another reason to be very pissed off like they threw that in as like oh he's extra pissed off because castration mm. um, they're just sprinkling it on top yeah. yeah right uh so connery there's a bunch of back and forth connery mind games him essentially into like realizing his true evil or something and a scuffle a final scuffle ensues 
And Connery ultimately kills Blair. Uh, no, he gets is... he gets killed by alligators. Well, yeah, I guess he like pushes them. Been... Out. He like stabs them a was... bunch and pushes them out, and then alligators. Eat yeah, them. no, it's it's very much a Chekhov's alligator situation. Yeah, um, that's true. they've been around the whole time. Yeah, yeah. there's lots of lots lots of gators. Well, they've certainly been around uh, for uh, millions of years. Evolutionarily, they have more in common with birds than they do with humans. <laughs> do you do you want to talk about archaeosaurs? Uh, God, we really don't. Um, like we, no. we yeah. so Crocodilia is a of... fascinating series of like the the evolution. Zach, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I... you did this. You brought this devil on us, Lee. My, you want to talk about archaeosaurs? Clocking in at about 22 minutes on that one. So yeah, let's no, just it's going to be very good. I could talk about uh, tempor- temporal fenestra if you want to, dude. <sighs> no, where's my car? Um, yeah. So, like, Connery and his whole family makes it out. Blair's dead. Ed Harris is dead. Fishbird is vindicated, sort of, as, like, a corrupt cop. Like Nobody cares. He's the still the that... hero, I guess. Yeah, so all of the people stupid. that should have, quote, won, like, did, I think, and all the other people. Yeah, did. it's 96 or 95, whatever. 95, yeah. It, it's the thing I you mean, can, I guess we can take like a tiny bit of solace in that all the people who murdered children don't win in yeah. the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. In a sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but man, this movie is so God. So damn. Connery Connery notably is supposed to be a a non-flawed hero in this movie. And I don't know whether it's just like inherent bias in 25 years later or whether he's just bad at being yeah. sympathetic in any way, but it's probably both. You think he's going to turn, or at least I did, the entire time watching this movie, I was like, there's some dark past to him. And yeah. really, it's Kate Capshaw that like did the maybe sort of wrong thing at some point. But he is truly flawless in this movie, despite you I, not liking I, him the whole time. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think in the past, Connery wasn't viewed as... Like, this is, is 95 around the time he does that fucking infamous interview? The, yeah. The oh. smack in the mouth interview? Oh, that actually sort of Maybe. comes up because uh, for some reason, uh, early in the film, his uh, Kate Capshaw has a black eye. And... Oh, fuck. Yeah, and... um, But it's like a joke where they're like... Oh, I told everybody at the office that I had an abusive husband, and they laughed it off. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This was a a very misguided attempt at steering into the the swerve. I don't... I was gonna say, I can't imagine him being cool with that, but then also he doesn't seem to give a shit. I don't think he... I don't think he recognized it, and I think that it was like they had... They had also somewhere in the script written that she had, like, been in, like, a bicycling accident, or... Mm-hmm. Or fallen down a flight of stairs onto a pile of doorknobs or something. Yeah. It it certainly didn't need to be in the movie. No, it sure. absolutely. I'll tell you what. I've I've fallen down stairs drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Ooh. I can't even count it on two hands in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Never into a doorknob. Yeah. Yeah. Never into especially a especially usually pretty on the periphery. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. One time it was because I saw a ghost. <laughs> oh no! Kidding. I don't yeah. believe you. But also, and then you well, dove down the I, stairs away from it. <laughs> I also don't believe in ghosts, but uh, I saw one, and I was drunk, and I fell down the stairs. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, I might have just been drunk. Uh, yeah, don't well, say. <laughs> to, to, 
<laughs> tomato, tomato in this regard. Uh, I haven't lived in a in a in a domicile with stairs in so long. It's a, it's not it's not an issue. I was gonna it's say your issue, your no? current yeah. place does not have stairs. It uh, does have yeah. stairs outside. I have fallen down them. Not many though. <laughs> yeah, but I've still fallen down. <laughs> not them. enough to hurt yourself. Regardless. <laughs> oh, I've twisted that ankle, baby. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Okay. I have right. very I have very <laughs> delicate liberal arts ankles. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Seth and I could barely carry our packs into <laughs> yes, the woods. Yeah, it's, it's true. So wait, you're saying I should have hard, like hard science STEM ankles? Because I don't. Maybe that's true. I yeah, you really got some stems on you, baby. Hey, look at the gams on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're a couple of real Sean Connerys. Yeah, yeah some real on. fish lifters. Anyway, um, all right. The first, the first thing I want to say about this movie. Talk about stealing bits. Um. So, I, I think. And I guess, uh, I think, Seth, you did this in your movie last week. And, um, Uh-oh. With the, with the kill Dracula right off the fucking <laughs> Oh, jump. yeah. And, like, this movie does the same thing, where you put the inciting plot incident that's going to, like, tip the whole movie in the first cold open and then smash cut to a thing that has nothing to do oh, with Oh, yeah, no, I definitely did So that. it's like Blair Underwood murder, whatever, and then we go to Sean Connery having a debate with somebody. And I, this happens this so is... much in the 90s. <laughs> It's this is like this is this is like um, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I guess it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still happens. Yeah, because they cut to that that thing of Tony Stark uh, talking about the the technology that doesn't pay off later uh, in the MCU that everybody thought was going to pay off later in the yeah, MCU. Yeah, right. True. So I my comment here is not a negative one. I think I like this thing because you could easily make that inciting incident like a thirty minute first act thing. I so much prefer the like two minute version of it where you're just like a cold Here's open, the stakes of the right. movie, And now we're moving. Yeah. A cold open. Now we're moving. The Isn't fuck this di- is I didn't, I actually, I still didn't watch this movie. Is this, this is how three days of the condor works. Absolutely. Too, right? I, Absolutely. I oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a real, it's a real good thriller. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Broken arrow, the rock, style. like pretty yeah. much every Nick Cage movie from welcome the to the rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, it's all of this shit. I found it's, the like, cure for cancer. Good. it's an alcatraz but like in a movie like this which is like a thriller or even like an action movie it makes so much sense because you don't need subtlety you just need like let's get to yeah and and i definitely thought this was going to be more of a courtroom drama than it was um it was gonna be a real primal fear uh i thought it was gonna be a few good men yeah that's what Mm. i was thinking yeah Uh, yeah you ever see primal fear no I I doubt it holds up, but there's a part <laughs> in the beginning where um, who's the guy Ed Norton, oh. guy who played the Hulk, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Ed his Norton. hallmark, the guy who plays the Hulk. <laughs> That one you got both sides of that wrong. That's not his hallmark, nor is that the most famous Hulk. You maniac. <laughs> he's, he's maybe he's maybe in a tie for the least famous Hulk <laughs> yeah. with Eric Banner. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Ferrigno. Oh no, Lou Ferrigno's probably. <laughs> yeah, high. he's way higher on the list. Let's be is. honest. But there's a scene at the beginning during the cold open of Primal Fear when this uh, Ed Hair Ed Ed, uh, Ed Norton's there and he's got like a knife and he and his priest is there and he slices all the dude's fingers off and they just fall to the floor and Whoa. there's just blood. It's awesome. Wow. Okay. And then it's just in a courtroom. <laughs> Weird. How did he? Yeah. Sounds like the same mechanism. Yeah. No. As yeah, essentially the same for this shit movie. 
What are you talking I saw about? This movie. I saw Primal Fear once when I was like twelve. So like, don't yeah. don't quote me on any of this. Yeah. Oh, is it like Primal Rage, the uh, the video game? Um, the monsters? Are you talking about Streets of no. Rage? No, he's talking about Primal Rage, isn't it? Uh, or no, it's uh, this is nothing. no. It's like um, it's like uh, <laughs> giant apes and. Um, it's definitely not called Primal Rage. I know what game you're it's talking about. Rampage. My... It's called Rampage. Rampage! Yay! <laughs> there was another I one called Rampage. Primal Rage that was giant monsters and Mortal Kombat mixed together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. this is trash. Oh, Christopher Lambert is in Jesus the Mortal Kombat Christ. movie. All right. Let's... <laughs> he plays the Highlander, Connor McCloud. Fuck my butt. <laughs> um, all right. I, I have a quote. I have a quote that Tastefully. was pretty cool. Um, it's a Connery quote that you, I don't know. It, it's it's strange. It's a Connery quote. That's a confession. My ass is a banjo. <laughs> 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 That's a real thing. Chef's kiss. It was perfect. It was perfect, mm-hmm. and your delivery was perfect. It's it's like the only redeeming Connery thing in this entire. Yeah, movie. he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh. Speaking of really tiring Connery stuff, uh, me and my partner have been slogging through First Night for like a Why? week and a half. Like, Ooh, that's no. Richard Gere also, right? <laughs> yeah, baby. He plays Lance a lot. Uh, I don't know. I watched it a lot as a kid. I, saw, I feel like it I, was on TBS or some shit. Um, it was always on TV, and I'm a big king arthur guy and it's like oh do you remember oh i remember this was like such a great movie as a kid and it's like oh why are we watching first night well, still might i suggest the new timothy chalamet jean which is talking about the outlaw king no i think it's just no you're talking about the one where he plays henry yeah. the fifth oh yeah i guess that's not Arthurian. oh that had julie ormond in it too uh of uh barbara yeah. of siberia fame that's oh, true yeah. I mean, Chalamet, I feel like his hotness is slowly fizzling, and I want to keep it going. I fucking, he's the best. I'm I'm just going to say it. The scene where uh, Laurie tells Joe that he loves her in Little Women with Timothy Chalamet oh, and Sersha is one of the most devastating things I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. You have been I... really, really into that movie recently, yeah. I might watch it again when we're done. Yeah, I kind of like it. Oh, it's shit. <laughs> it is my move, my top movie 2019. I'm sorry. The, I the can't. casting is so good in this. Yeah. Everything about that movie is perfect. Oh, y'all need to fuck up. I still haven't seen Parasite, but I love Little Women so much. <laughs> I, too, am in that boat. <laughs> you guys should Oofies. probably both watch Parasite also. but I know, I know, right, I Seth, should. You watch should. Parasite on the side, and me and Leo watch uh, Little Women synced up together and just cry. Just weep openly oh. all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll also watch Little Women. I'll watch both Parasite I mean, and Little Women at like the same time. The guy that they uh, cast to play Friedrich was so hot. <laughs> Oh Guys, we're, we we are so much more off topic than usual. Yeah, it's getting deep. Um, I I only have one more thing, Seth. Do you have? I have literally nothing about? about this movie. It's fine. Okay. It's like shitty and whatever. I so there's a lot of logical flaws in the plot of this movie. Obviously, it's a dumb thriller, and it stars Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. But like the one most notable one is um, when Ed Harris tells him where the gun is. Sean Connery goes, cool, I'm going to go look for that gun. Knife, Knife, right, sorry. Um, I'm going to go look for that knife, and who am I going to take with me? 
Well, Lawrence Fishburne has only been a giant pain in my ass and a notably corrupt cop up until this point. Yep. So I'm going to definitely take Lawrence Fishburne with me to look for this knife that would break open the case that he allegedly solved. Yep. What could go wrong? That's going to be a perfect plan. Yeah, why, why you don't have any other contacts in this police not department? A, not a single yeah. other cop exists in the state of Florida. Yeah, like, You're a famous lawyer. You can't, like, right. you know, pull some strings, get, like, the captain on this. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's, there's Maybe talk to the FBI this, like, because this is a case concerning capital punishment. Um, yeah for sure i mean that's 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 the crux of this entire movie is they're talking about capital punishment right yeah it's it's all like oh is it warranted and that and that i guess that's the one thing that i i want to talk about is that like sean connery is against capital punishment Mm -hmm. and surprisingly and like he 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 supposedly or not supposedly like he 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 saves this dude from the death penalty he saves uh blair underwood from the death penalty but it turns out that Blair Underwood was actually a, like a, a psychopath. So, like, is the is the mission statement of this movie like, ah, oh, fuck, we should just kill right. everybody? That's, just that's, in case. No questions like, asked. That's yeah. that's that's my question for this entire thing. Is like, uh oh, are cops really the best? Do cops actually know what they're doing at all times? And and you know, even even if they are corrupt, like Lawrence Fishburne, they still have this you know this 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 emotional bond with with justice. Justice. Yeah. That that you know they're just gonna know that the psychopaths are who the psychopaths are, and so cops are always justified in in their. Oh, just like that show. Yeah, right. <laughs> just so, so like, you know, I, 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 oh. I am, I'm. Deadwood, you piece of shit. <laughs> Quite. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it goes even further than this, Seth. I, the, they set the movie up as like we're going to make commentary on the capital punishment as a concept, and then they never go back to that. Mm. They literally start with a debate on so for th- and against capital punishment. And then it immediately just becomes like a kidnap movie. Yeah. Like they so never go think, back to that at all. Do you guys think that this movie started off as like an issues movie that got like fucking chopped and screwed by a studio into a thriller? Yes. Or do you think that it was always a thriller and they're like, what's the hook of our thriller? Oh, capital punishment. I think it's right the former yeah. over the latter. I think that, that somebody mm-hmm. had an idea that it was going to be an actual issue movie. And then it turned into, I don't know, like like a bad version, an even worse version of Citizen Ruth. I I think you're right. Also, oh, the, the racial stuff yeah. also, they leave the racial stuff behind entirely, too. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, it's a lot about racism in the South it's, and whatever. Yeah, this is a very specific, like, casting dynamic right. to not talk about. Yeah, this. no. And, and, it's and, clearly geared to avoid talking about those major important so, problems. No. But it they is did. based they, on they a novel. It, yeah, yeah. They set it up, and then they just didn't. And none of it paid off. It became about ScarJo and uh, Kate Capshaw in the end. It was just mm, like, yeah. oh, it. It is based on a novel, so it makes me wonder, like, what is the through line of the novel? Sure. That that would be a pretty quick way to figure out what the actual intent of the yeah. story is. Yeah. But I do want to point out that one of the people 
who adapted this screenplay is named Jeb Stewart. <laughs> and there's no way that he's not named after Civil War cavalry general for the Confederacy, James Ewell Brown, Jeb yep. Stewart. Uh, this movie is loaded with racism. Oh, with, uh, color me surprised. Yeah, no, this yeah. doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, this is a frustrating. But it is just weird watch. to like they. I they probably did lose it in the edit or in like script edits or something because in the beginning it was like, "Ooh, this could be compelling." And as we all mentioned, like sounds like a courtroom drama. And then it was just the fucking. It was the Rock or Con Air at the end. Like, it was yeah, no, it it, it it ended up being like an action movie, yeah. but like and they and they and they like did face service to all of the racist issues very early on and they just completely abandoned it and it's it it it, this movie could have been a a useful like teaching sort of situation but it wasn't it's trash it's trash because sean connery was involved i assume Uh, he needed to be a hero he needed to have that action that is the problem Well, The Rock also came out in 95. To so. the yeah. end of the night. All right, let's get to rates. You know what? You know what movie that song's in that fucking rules? The Last Action Hero? Footloose. Oh, yeah, I have I guess. One of my top ten favorite Ooh, movies. Weird. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, so Just Cause, 1995, it has a 6.4 with... 24,019 votes. Hilarious. Oh, weird. I didn't realize IMDb was around when this movie came out because there's no way anyone has seen it since then. I was just going to say, so Vivarium, I just edited that episode. That had 32,000 votes, and that movie has been out for like six months. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's been out for 25 years and has like 60% True, but Vivarium came out... Vivarium came out at festivals yeah. and then streaming during a pandemic when people couldn't do anything and it's free to watch. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. All good points. Yeah. yeah. But also, yes, fuck, <laughs> fuck just cause. Sure. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, Zach, who's going to go first between you and you, I? Bud. All right. It's me. It's me. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, this fucking movie. It's, it was a frustrating watch. Um, and there is extremely graphic police violence, which, while is an important thing to talk about, um, especially like coercion of confessions and all sorts of things. Ultimately, I think that the message of this movie was like, mm, cops have these instincts where they're never wrong. Ah. Yep. And it, <laughs> you know, it's great. I was like, it made me so angry. My dad, my dad's a f- yeah. My dad's a former former yes. corrections officer. Let's let's call yes. prison guard. He is a prison guard, uh, and uh, he fucking hates mm-hmm. cops. Um, I don't doubt that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't doubt that either. No yeah. one, no one causes more problems in the world than police officers. They, they specifically what, uh, made his job harder for his entire life. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he watches when I'm home. I, I I'm when I hang out with my mom. It's nonstop HGTV. Love that. Love that yeah. life. Uh, and when I'm hanging out with my dad, it's nonstop like destination ID and 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 like all these fucking true crime shows. And like the one thing that comes up in every one of these true crime shows is the cop saying, 
We're pretty sure it was this guy from the jump, so we only investigated things that would, like, lead us back to this guy. And it turns out, like, four years later that we were totally <laughs> wrong, and the guy got away until some random thing happened. They've, they've never... no fucking shit. They've never seen... They don't know shit. A single episode of Law & Order in the collective 50 years of various yeah. Law & Orders, or, where it's never the first guy. Or read a detective guy. novel in their entire sure. lives. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole career path based around people with no fucking detective skills yeah. and no, I'm sorry, I'm, no, you know what, no, I was, I was gonna say, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna talk about, no, fuck cops, yeah. I'm done, Generally, I'm done no. with this shit. We have, yeah. we've, we've said, all cops are bastards, consistently. Yeah. I, as, as, as a white person, I have only had bad experiences with cops, so yeah. Fuck Imagine how, how the world goes for people yeah. who yeah. don't look No, absolutely, yeah. 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 Yep. Oof. Oh, oof. Don't anyway, like this movie <laughs> is is kind of shitty. Um, it's more than kind of shitty. It was boring. I was. I was so bored. I remember. I. I. Yeah. I t- you did a. You did a half and half this time. Again. Yeah. I did. I did least, it in yeah. two parts. I did. Oh, you're real Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it was. It was half lemonade and half boring bullshit. No, both of both of the halves were that melon Gatorade, and it just oh god, it's so bad, it's so bad. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, and I remember texting Zach uh, this morning. I was like, I'm so bored, like I can't. <laughs> I I think I literally said, this is so boring. I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this gets like a I don't know, like a three point two. Like it's it's not good. Yep. Uh reasonable um i think lawrence fishburne is acts well i think every i think everybody yeah. but sean connery acts reasonably well but i blair underwood did a great job yeah. um he was great ed harris played he was not in the movie that long but he ed ed a harris as a, as a psychopath is is very convincing and he's no let me ask you a question about that harris mm-hmm. performance one of the things we talked about a lot uh when we did the rock was how his approach was to make a bad guy that uh you don't necessarily sympathize with but you understand what his motivations are he's does he he's do very that in this movie over, or is it just he's very like, over the top like like a highly christian religious like zealot who justifies his serial killing through the bible but I, th- huh. I think Lee's thing still stands. Like you, you buy him in that role. Yeah, like, no. You definitely understand what he's doing. Turns out Ed Harris is a good actor. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that he's never won an Oscar. Like it is. He's... Didn't he get? Cl- he was nominated for Pollock. Am I wrong about that? He was nominated for actor and director for Pollock, okay. and he didn't he's, win either. He's, um... he's, he's. I mean, as in in his not minor role, but in his like supplementary role, I think he's very, very good in this. Yeah, but definitely. it's 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 a weird, disgusting creature. So, right, right. Like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, now talk about my diarrhea. Well, give TV me give me a second movie. to sum up the major points. Um, all right. So we <laughs> open with some barely visible running water. Um. <laughs> uh, and then and then into a shot. That this is produced by Flex Sexo, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and how's that spelled? Right. I forgot because min- I don't know. Minus three points. I can't for spell it. The Flex Sexo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Sorry. 
I will say I've already I already have my author picture figured out for Flex Sexo, and it's just a a black background with white text that says Stephen King JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a beret joke, but your thing is so much better. <laughs> Um, wow 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 lee i've often wondered if i if i ever like got off my ass and and one finished writing anything i came up with and two it was readable (laughs) and three someone wanted to publish it would they let me get away with that (laughs) that's a good question Uh, it this feels like a second book if the first book was very successful kind of thing. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. fair. No, no, you have to you have to do it from the beginning. You have okay. to mm-hmm. you 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 have to say to your publisher, This is how I'm gonna do. I know my book is good. The bones are the money. <laughs> I knew that's what you were doing, you piece of shit. No, well, I guess if you if no, you, but still, like that's the thing. Yourself. Yeah, you you're like I know this is this is solid. I can get get by by doing a Stephen King JPEG as my <laughs> fucking. I I just I love that Stephen King JPEG is the analogy for the helmets <laughs> that Daft Punk wear in this scenario. <laughs> like that is your Daft yeah, Punk thing. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, put up this picture of Stephen King to trick people. Right. I'm saying I'm making a joke. Right, right. I, yeah. man, I love. Yeah, it. the goofing, yeah. the goofing. It's all about the goofing. Um, right. So about your scientific quote expedition, um, where they're hanging out in Florida. I love that element. I love how it's it's so tongue in cheek. I love this element for me. Um, right, and I love your secret ax- uh, laxatives. Ah, uh, just, just, just gonna make him think he has dysentery the entire time. Uh, fuck Sean Connery. Gonna make him go. Na 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 na. I don't like that. <laughs> all right. I don't like. Well, I don't like that at all. Give me a score so we can move on. I haven't had dinner yet. Come on. Right. Uh, then I. Definitely won't belabor this anymore by talking. Very, <laughs> uh, anyway, the, you get <laughs> weirdly, you're gonna get a seven out of this. Okay, uh, I think it'd be very fun because I I I love I'm, David Attenborough stand-ins and I also love Sean Connery suffering. Ed Harris, I was gonna say we forgot about the brown bunny delicate love scene. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love I love the tasteful love scene between David Attenborough and anything. Yeah, and literally anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. Yeah, Zach, OG... tell us, tell us. Oh my God, tell us. Go. Yeah, OG was again. We talked a lot about this. Like the movies in the '90s, this followed the script of all of those things, but it was just a very poor version of all of that. Like. There were twists and none of them were good. And yep. like there were cool action scenes and none of those were good. And like it, it was just like it, it was formulaic, but it just failed to deliver in every possible way. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Seth. I think it's like a three five. Yeah, like it was bad. Like it was almost amazing. Like we this was pinnacle, like getting into movies and pop culture and whatever for all of us. And I had never heard of this movie before mm. we decided to watch it. You know who who didn't make a career of, but like really got a like built their career early portion of their fame on 
doing this kind of shit. Scarlett right? Johansson. Ashley Judd. Oh, yeah, Ashley Judd from Double Jeopardy. Like, all of Ashley Judd's, like, late 90s oh. stuff is this kind of um, movie. Was she, like, Reindeer Games? Was she in no. that? No. No. That double, was Ben double, Affleck double and Jeopardy. Theron and Gary Sinise. Oh. I thought... And not Vin Diesel, because they asked him to take his shirt off, and he said he only takes his shirt off in Vin Diesel movies. <laughs> and he was not famous yet. That's true. That's true. Have you never heard this? Okay, Vin Diesel (laughs) is on the set of Reindeer Games, and he's basically like a thug. Like, his character is like thug too, you know? And the director's like, take your shirt off. And he's like, I would take my shirt off in Vin Diesel movies. And the director goes, who the fuck is Vin Diesel? He goes, (laughs) I'm Vin Diesel. And he goes, you're fired. Get out. Oh, my God. uh That prowess. I mean, it paid off, like, coincidentally for him, probably, (laughs) but... I mean, this was after Saving Private Ryan. So, like, I think he was... And Riddick? They had a... No, this is... This was after Saving Private Ryan, a movie that he... Yeah, that that Spielberg, like, saw his short film, brought him in for an audition, said, you're not right for that part. Hey, guys, write a role for this dude. He is super talented. Wow. Why wouldn't you tell? I think fucking the guy who directed goddamn Die Hard directed (laughs) Reindeer Games. But like 15 years after he was relevant. Like, why wouldn't you tell this guy to go fuck yourself if you're Vin Diesel? I mean, the hubris is amazing for sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Oh, it's amazing. Um, Right. So, Uh, Zach, give us some ratings. Uh, So, Lee, your movie. Um. I think the thing I liked about it the most is it had almost no plot. <laughs> cool. You're like, we're going to the Amazon. Why? No one knows. And then we end up uh, like the the conceit is perfect. Obviously, diarrhea, Florida, the whole. I love the twist. But I I kept wondering. It's it's it's, it's one of the three the three tales that humanity tells. Yeah, right? yeah, it's no, it's man, diarrhea, Florida. Yeah, no, it's That's man one. versus God, man versus man, and diarrhea versus Florida, Florida. <laughs> I'm so or maybe diarrhea glad semicolon that you picked Florida. up the ball on that joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I I had no idea where you were going the whole time, and it turns out there was a uh, that was intentional. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. I I imagine this like if you tropic thunder this and like get a really like add to the cast and make it like way over the top. And there's again, there's no like real point to it, but like it's just about sort of the the goofs of the whole thing. I think this could be perfect. Um so yeah, I'll go like 85. Mm. Oh, oh! Also, you're it's balancing against this fucking yeah, trash I was fire so of a movie. Tired, so bad. I was so yeah. tired watching it. Yeah, it's awful. It took it took bad. me a long ass time, and like it wasn't even fun in any way. So, nope, indeed not. Uh, all right. So next time I'm doing Intolerable Cruelty, a very divisive movie. Yeah, it's my second favorite Coen Brothers movie, and yeah. I am wrong. I don't. I don't know why you told Zach the director right there, dude. Oh, we talked about it like oh, a couple shit. weeks ago. I said I've never seen it, and Lee said, "Ooh, we're doing that on the podcast." Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, you shouldn't have talked about the director. Like, <laughs> Wait, what's your what's your first favorite Coen Brothers? Is it Inside Lewin Davis? <laughs> mm, 
No, but I do love that movie. Um, no, it's the Hudsucker Proxy <laughs> yeah. because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, Hudsucker. <laughs> wow. That you know what? Everything uh, I know about Lee is does not surprise me that Hudsucker Proxy is his favorite. <laughs> yeah, Lewin is easily easily top five for me though. I watched Lewin today, and I had to walk around my house just staring at the floor for a while. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's really something. That yeah. version of fucking fairly well that he does solo in that movie is so good it makes me think every once in a while i listen to that album and i'm like i should get out my guitar again and i take it out and then i'm like let me look up how to play that song and i'm like wait a minute i'm really bad at this no he he literally like the whole the joke the whole movie is like ah folk music is bullshit and then he plays that as his like crowning victory thing oh and then fucking bob dylan plays directly after him all right, right. He all does. right that's the joke zach that's the whole point of the movie the movie is know, the odyssey except he never gets, gets home he does. never gets yeah, home we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about this more next week so yeah yeah we are <sighs> yeah all right uh so i think this episode comes out before the election obviously the like six people who listen to this show are already not voting for donald trump but i do want to say go fuck yourself if you're voting for Donald Trump, you racist piece of shit. And also, yeah. don't vote third party in a presidential election. That's dumb as ooh, fuck. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, ooh. not this time. Sorry. Not any time, but especially not this time. Yeah. I mean, it, there were times in American history where it made sense. It doesn't. No, not anymore. So... Oh God! Wow, this really went off the rails. I, this no, it did. It, it really didn't because I <laughs> am extremely passionate about this, and I sure I don't. Yeah. Oh man, I just I don't understand how you could be so racist and sexist. Might, might we and say I'll vote what she's voting? No. Yeah, we might, but really, what I'm just gonna say is, please, 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 just like let it be better in a couple. Let just the world let it be better. Yep. Uh, goofs. <laughs> <laughs>